What's the vibe, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Running Off the Screen. I am the man they call Mac. Allergies are killing me right now, but the show must go on. Originally, I had scheduled this episode to try and develop an off-season program for Pascal Siakam, but unfortunately, the news came out about his shoulder surgery literally an hour after I finished editing that episode. So to me, it didn't make much sense speaking on a detailed training program for a player who will more than likely be limited. Nevertheless, we shall shift our focus to another Raptor I feel has an important offseason ahead, OG Ananobi. As I mentioned, Pascal will be out for what it looks like a month into the season potentially giving OG the best opportunity he's ever had to shine. Well, I guess that opportunity might be based on what we do in the draft and free agency, but you know what I mean. OG's career continued its steady climb where he showed, uh, he developed a few new skills. He's become one of the better catch and shoot players in the league. At one point, He was one of 15 players shooting 40% from three while taking at least five attempts a game. He had pretty decent numbers for a fourth option on offense and he ranked ninth on our team in usage percentage, a stat that estimates the percentage uh, of team plays used for a player. Also, he's been our most uh, versatile defender, right? Um, And arguably, maybe the league's most versatile defender. Around the the end of April, there was a stat uh, that said Ananobi spent 18.8% of his minutes guarding point guards, 17.5% guarding shooting guards, 19.4 guarding small forwards, 26.3 guarding power forwards, and 18 guarding centers. That combination gave him a defensive versatility rating of 92.4. Since that had been tracked, that, that type of stat had been tracked in 2013, only one player has had a better rating. And ironically, that player was Rondé Hollis-Jefferson with the Raptors last season. So flexibility, uh, balance, dribbling ability. We all know those are the areas of improvement for OG Ananobi. But I also want to add his mentality. That that one kind of stands out to me. And I'll explain. He averaged four drives to the basket per game, but I think he needs that killer instinct when doing so. He's only had seven and ones. Seven. Now, what does that mean to you? I'm going to give you a comparison. Pascal led our team at 37 and ones. OG is built like he did 10 years in prison. He's, He's a tank. There is no way he shouldn't average at least 40 and ones in a season. When I look at a stat like that, it tells me 
how committed a player is at getting a bucket instead of selling a foul. Like, are you aiming for the whistle or are you aiming for the basket? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's good. You get to the line, but you got to finish the play. That should be your thought process at all times when you touch the court. Like, every bucket counts. Now, OG, he has he has yet to hit his prime. He's only 23, within, and he tends to come back every season with an extra bag or extra badge, I guess, um, to his game every season. But what do you, like? What do you think he's gonna be? What is the expectation? You know, what is his ceiling? Kawhi 2.0. I get the Kawhi comparisons with the defense and on court and post game interview demeanor. But also, both players in their four seasons, at the age of 23, had pretty similar numbers. Kawhi at the age of 23 averaged 16.5 points. OG averaged 15.9. Kawhi had 7.2 rebounds. OG had 5.5. There's a little bit of difference there, but they both averaged two assists. They both averaged uh, 48% from the field. But OG is a little bit better three-point shooter at this point where he's averaging 39.8, where Kawhi averaged around 35. So hopefully the stars align and OG kind of follows the path Kawhi had in his fifth season where he averaged 21 points, six boards, and two assists while um, averaging 50% from the field and 44 from three. But I don't want to jinx it and to add another comparison to remove that pressure, that Kawhi pressure on him. There's, an, there's another comparison I wanted to make where I'm pretty hopeful that he could do this. It's a mix of Corey Maggette and Meta World Peace. From the offensive standpoint, I think Corey Maggette is a good comparison for him for what his mentality should be because, for instance, in the 0708 season, Corey Maggette averaged 22 points, 5 boards, and 2 assists. That's fine, but... The thing that stands out is that he also he also averaged 9.7 free throw attempts a game. If you know how Maggette played, he knew how to get to the line. 9.7 is insane. To compare, OG averaged 2.4 this season. 2.4 free throw attempts. And I, I toss in the meta role piece comparison because he's a 0304 defensive player of the year, four times all defense. He's a guy with a bigger build, but he's a versatile defender, so it, it kind of makes sense there. But yeah, let me know where I'm wrong. Let me know where I'm right. Let's keep the conversation going. Um, next week, and probably the week after that, I will be doing some NBA draft stuff maybe a mock draft and just give you a breakdown of players. I think the Raptors should target after the draft lottery finalizes. I'll probably put that together and let me know, let me know if there's any other topics you want me to look over or cover. And please remember to like subscribe and raise the vibe. Peace.